This week, most Americans will be hopefully focused on family and food rather than the economy and markets. However, at some stage over the long weekend, a few may decide that they've had a sufficient helping of both pie and relatives and be looking for a distraction. If so, this is actually a pretty good time to both look back and plan ahead. And as investors do this, they should consider how things are changing in the investment environment and ask whether their money is better positioned for the goals of the past than the challenges of the future. There is certainly much to be thankful for in recent economic performance. The economic expansion has continued into a record 11th year with close to the lowest unemployment rate seen in the last 50 years and stable inflation. However, in recent quarters, the economy has decelerated, as should be confirmed in Wednesday's GDP report. Moreover, October data on inventories, trade and durable goods orders should point to a continued sluggishness in growth, with our tracking model suggesting a third consecutive quarter of roughly 2% growth. International activity remains very slow, as was reflected in last week's composite flash PMIs for the UK, the Eurozone and Japan. Inflation remains stable with this week's core personal consumption deflator for October likely to show a 1.7% year-over-year gain. The unemployment rate at 3.6%, while very low, is only down two-tenths of a percent from a year ago and five-tenths of a percent from two years ago. It is unlikely to fall any faster in the year ahead. However, the tight labour market has resulted in solid real wage gains in recent quarters, and while this should support a good holiday retail season, The combination of slow nominal GDP growth and good wage gains is squeezing corporate margins. S&P 500 operating earnings per share fell 3% in the third quarter, following 4% gains in the prior two quarters, and will likely struggle to achieve more than low single-digit gains in the year ahead. Similarly on markets, investors have reason to be very thankful for returns in recent years, while recognizing that the future may be more challenging. One way to see the remarkable gains in asset prices is to recognize that just under 11 years ago, at the end of 2008, the net worth of all American households was $61.6 trillion. We estimate that as of today, this number has almost doubled to over $117 trillion. Even more remarkable has been the performance of stocks and bonds on their own. Over the same period of time, a plain vanilla 60-40 portfolio of U.S. stocks and bonds, rebalanced annually with dividends and coupons reinvested, would have given you a total return of 221%, or roughly 11.2% per year. This year so far has seen a broad continuation of this trend, with the S&P 500 logging a year-to-date total return of 26% through last Thursday, and the Barclays U.S. Aggregate Bond Index returning 8.6%. Moreover, despite frequent lamentations about high volatility, the opposite has actually been the case. The average daily absolute percent change in the S&P 500 index so far this year has been 0.59%, well below its 30-year average of 0.74%. In short, for a plain vanilla portfolio this year, all is calm and all is bright. However, a simple simple 60-40 portfolio may be ill-suited for the challenges facing investors going forward. Many older investors who have benefited from the great returns of recent decades look to bonds both to protect their gains and generate a decent income. The problem is that years of monetary ease and low inflation has left yields at super low levels. Bonds still provide some protection against recession. The yield in a 10-year treasury could easily fall from 1.75% to 0.75% in the event of a recession, providing a nearly 10% return to offset equity losses. However, it could equally rise to 3% or 4% in the case of inflation, inflicting ugly losses on overexposed investors. Moreover, fixed income will provide very little in the way of real returns if the economy merely moves sideways.
Consequently, more conservative investors planning for 2020 should consider more diversified sources of income, potentially by upping exposure to income-producing real assets such as real estate and infrastructure, and by taking advantage of more stable, dividend-paying stocks. For younger investors, or those who have more aggressive return goals, a plain vanilla 60-40 US stock bond allocation also looks unpromising going forward. As mentioned earlier, earnings growth has turned soft and is likely to remain so. Meanwhile, low rates and worries about overseas economies has funneled cash into the US stock market, pushing PE ratios well above average valuation levels. For these investors, there should be some opportunity to enhance returns through active managers who recognize distortions within the US market. However, it's also important for investors to consider their overseas exposure. Both developed market and emerging market valuations look attractive relative to U.S. stocks, and both could benefit from an eventual decline in an overvalued dollar. EM economies have, have better long-term growth potential in the U.S., while stock dividend deals in other developed countries are higher than the U.S. and could be further supplemented through currency hedging. Our family, like most American families, have much to be grateful for this Thanksgiving. But success in life, as in investing, depends on good decisions as much as good fortune. A good investment decision, as this year draws to a close, is to recognize how the investment environment is changing and the need to take action to prosper in the years ahead. Well, that's it for this week. I'd like to wish you all a very happy Thanksgiving. Please tune in again next week. And if you have any questions in the meantime, please reach out to your J.P. Morgan representative. This content has been produced for information purposes only. And as such, the views contained herein are not to be taken as advice or recommendation to buy or sell any investment or interest thereto. Reliance upon information in this material is at the sole discretion of the recipient. The material was prepared without regard to specific objectives, financial situation, or needs of any particular receiver. Any research in this asset has been obtained and may have been acted upon by J.P. Morgan Asset Management for its own purpose. The results of such research are being made available as additional information and do not necessarily reflect the views of J.P. Morgan Asset Management. Any forecasts, figures, opinions, statements of financial market trends, or investment techniques and strategies expressed are those of J.P. Morgan Asset Management unless otherwise stated as of the date of production. They are considered to be reliable at that time, but no warranty as to the accuracy and reliability or completeness in respect of any error or omission is accepted. They may be subject to change without reference or notification to you. J.P. Morgan Asset Management is the brand for the asset management business of J.P. Morgan Chase & Company and its affiliates worldwide. J.P. Morgan Distribution Services Incorporated. Copyright 2018. J.P. Morgan Chase & Company.